So I think that's the most ominous music I've ever chosen for uh, uh, the intro here. But, you know, PlayStation, God of War, you know, gods that are about to kill people. You know, it's you, yeah. go, you go with what you have option-wise, you know? Sure. You know, we, I'm, I'm all, all of us enjoyed that music together. You'll enjoy it later. You'll enjoy it later. If you want, Sandwich, I mean, you can use, you, we can use your, your band if you give us exclusive rights, you know, Sandwich and the Hoagies. I mean, I would love to be able to use your music uh, with permission in the show. Once, once you okay Sandwich it. and the Hoagies? Sandwich and the Hoagies. That's like Redundant and the Redundance. No. What if you did something like Sandwich and the Side Dishes? Or Sandwich, sandwich and the, the Condiments. Sandwich, sandwich, sandwich and the and Toppings? Sandwich and the Condiments. There you go. Now you're now you're cooking, sorta. Baking with olive and oil. <laughs> the olive oil. How was how was the meat business today, sandwich? I was surrounded by death and sadness, like I usually am. So uh <laughs> oh, par for the course. <laughs> well just of- make sure you're a little further off the mic because you and I were burning a hole in it last week. That's All right. Okay. There you go. All right. I mean, further back from the mic as he pulls it closer to his face. No, he's actually, adjusting. Actually, I was up here. Yeah. He's good. The kid's okay. doing good. I'm just saying it. It sounded really nice. That's all I'm saying. I want to keep the quality high. We have a lot of things going on that could shine a tremendous light on this program the next several months. So. This is true. This is very true. Um, so, yeah. So, boys, welcome to this episode of Geeks of TNG. 593. We, we haven't quite named it yet. We, uh, we got Sandwich and the Condiments. No, no, definitely not. Oh, wow. I'm just, I'm just being honest that's, with you. That's a lifestyle. Uh. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, we'll see how it goes. Maybe something PlayStation video gaming related. But we got, we got time. Um, well, you're going to, you'll be able to express that ugh, pretty soon. But, uh, real quick, boys, let's just hit, uh, get the, the Boeing stuff out of the way first. That's very vi- vital to the show. Uh, Patreon.com slash TNG is how people can help us out tremendously uh, with stuff uh, behind the scenes of the show. For just a buck, you can go onto Discord and talk to me and other people who are associated with the show. For $3 a month, you get the show at a day and a half early, which is usually Tuesday night. You'll also get a sneak peek of the prep sheet. For $5, you get the weekend bonus show, which the sandwich shop, I mean, Home run after strikeout to home run to strike. I mean, it's, it's great. Uh, with some vintage shows, which I got to post a handful of them uh, uh, this week. And for 10 bucks a month, you get to check out the live Instagram show, which uh, Sandwich, I believe, just did the guns towards right now. So, uh, yes. yeah, so you actually get to see a little bit of the, the craziness uh, and the, the quirkiness, the dorkiness. I don't know however you want to phrase it uh, on the show. The geekiness. There you go. Um, so the again, that's geek stuff, uh, it's patreon.com slash geek stuff, TNG, uh, to help out the show tremendously. Giggity. Can we be episode 593 giggity? Nah, let's, let's see. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how everything, uh, uh, goes. Uh, but, uh, uh, but yeah, before we get started, how's things going on the yes. island, uh, over there? I mean, I, I was, I'm, I was actually just checking out, you know, something I don't really look at on Instagram. You mm-hmm. can see my, my COVID beard. <laughs> it took you it so took you about three to four my, months to grow that that is yeah i would say it's probably maybe six weeks oh that's the maybe. saddest thing but I've ever i heard. mean but look at this 
So I mean, luscious. That's My true. hair is long. That's true. So, I, uh, I, yeah. I, I, actually... I mean, so how's it going on the island? Just <laughs> like it's going in Jersey, probably. <laughs> probably. You know, like some things are open, some things aren't. One difference is there's no planes coming here. Uh, you need like, you know, there's only certain people that can fly like uh, essential flying only or mm -hmm. some shit still, I think. They were supposed to open up. Maybe it did uh, like this week or it's going to in the next couple of days. They're going to open inner island flights back up. But the okay. problem is, even if they open inner island flights back up, you still got to quarantine for two weeks because that has not been lifted. So if you were on another island and you flew to this island, you'd have to go into self-imposed quarantine for two weeks. And if they catch you outside of where you're supposed to be, like your home or a hotel, if there's one open mm -hmm. or wherever you're supposed to be, if they catch you outside of there, like, and they're performing checks to make sure that you're there. If, if they catch you outside of there, you're, you get like a $5,000 fine. I damn. It's insane. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So nothing really is different happening here. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, we're on, uh, was it today? Uh, I think it was today or yesterday. They're doing uh, outdoor dining here uh, in Jersey. Yeah, I heard that's that. That's the one nice I thing. I think that's, yeah, I think that's happened here as well. I think some, some dining places have opened that have outdoor, a lot of them have outdoor facilities here. So a lot of them are opened up. Yeah. I mean, um, in some capacity. Yeah. I mean, luckily the weather's getting a little bit nicer and uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and on the bright side, uh, I had to go to the emergency room this past weekend. So that was fun. And uh, cool, yeah, yeah. From from doing yard work, nothing like even like exciting. Like, what'd you do? I, I had I had like a few ticks in my leg from working doing doing some brush work, trying to get some overgrowth out of the backyard. I I need. And you got ticks, and you went to the emergency room. Well, I, there were like three of them that were like deep into my leg. So I mean, I thought that was kind of worthwhile. Ah, she just pulled them out. Well, I did. I named them <laughs> and uh, in and out. So uh, people at St. Barnabas are pretty awesome. Just just to throw that out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was the excitement and everything. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I guess we should kind of get into the stuff people actually give a damn about instead of our daily lives, maybe. Uh, and that's PlayStation Five is at the top of our list here. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 yes. whoa! I'm gonna stop you. That is definitely not top of the list this week. How are we talking about? I people think are it's still just, talking about it. Just yesterday or the day before, I can't remember now. It feels like yesterday. The days don't matter uh, in quarantine. I think it was yesterday. Uh, celebration has been canceled. Yes, I saw that. So, uh, yeah, so the Star Wars, the Star Wars convention, Star Wars Celebration, uh, was, was to take place in about, I don't know, in like two months in Anaheim, mm -hmm. has now been officially canceled by Reed Pop. Um, so I don't know, maybe one of you that has access to a computer since every device I own is bringing you this program right now. Um, you can look and see if Emerald City Comic Con has been canceled as well because you know, I thought you it hear was, things. was already, but let me double check. I don't think it was already, but it may now be. It's officially canceled, canceled as of five hours ago. Yeah, yep. So there you go. And I'm guessing if you look at Reed Pop's website, maybe there's some other cancellations there as well, though I couldn't say for sure. Um, but what you're seeing is the extent of the COVID-19 uh, sort of cancellations are now beginning to stack into the fall because now you have late summer, which is what celebration would have been. And you now have uh, 
I don't know. When was Emerald City? Is that like September or something I like that? I believe it's around September. Let me uh, double check. It was supposed to be in August. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Late August. So they're, they're hitting the August months now. So uh, for for friends of this program, wow, my phone is really flipping out today. Like you're completely burned out on uh, I'm trying to correct it. I'm trying to color correct for this. <laughs> I don't understand why it works for a second and then it doesn't. Um, it, they are now extending, as you can see, into the fall. And so I think what we can, I mean, we can't say for sure, but I suspect uh, the next batch, you know, of conventions time-wise does include New York. Yeah. So yeah. what does that mean uh, for our participation in New York or if New York is going to happen at all? Up in the air at this point. And celebration will actually now the next celebration will actually be in 2022 in oh. August, I believe, of 2022. I don't know if they said where. Maybe they said Anaheim, but I, I don't recall off the top of my head. Um, well, I mean, this is a real unfortunate. So I guess the next one, you know, I don't want to say the chopping block. The next one, at least uh, on the watch list, is probably New York Comic Con. Um, I would. Yeah, it's the next one on our watch list. Certainly, for sure, that's, absolutely is. That's um, our hometown convention. That's our. That's our base. That's our big event of every year. Indeed. So, what's what's on the one hand, it's still on as of right now. But if you watch the news and you watch the announcements by the New York Governor Cuomo and things, I mean, I don't see it happening. But I mean, who knows at this point? Yeah, I mean. Uh... I'm really sad about celebration being canceled. I mean, in but, about uh, I want to say off the top of my head, uh, between like 11 and 13 states saw a major uptick uh, yeah. in COVID cases. Luckily, uh, in New York and New Jersey, where it was, you know, especially Manhattan, it was kind of like the epicenter here in the U.S. Um, it's leveled off to to drop yeah. a little bit like that. Even uh, I have friends who work in hospitals; even they say it was uh, it actually calmed down in an insane amount over the last month. Right. Um, even obviously they're still working around the clock. <laughs> um, that said, still need to make sure that the, the numbers don't rebound and everything like that. So, uh, I mean, like I, like I hinted before, like we just got outdoor dining here in New Jersey. So, right. uh, I mean, going from outdoor, having outdoor dining to a mega convention in the Javits center, which was kind of, a, um, you know, a, a, uh, extra resource during the pandemic as things were kind of happening. Uh, you know, that's a long way to go. I mean, let's call it let's call it what it is. Over four days at New York Comic Con, mm -hmm. you're looking at 250 to 300 thousand people somewhere in there, easily uh, bumping yeah. up against each other. And you've been there on a Saturday. If you've been there on a Saturday, you know. Oh yeah. If you go anywhere near no, any of the big booths, you're fucking. Yeah, there's no social social distancing. It's literally the opposite. It's social closeness. Like you have to be close to people, or Sardine you canning. can't move. Yeah. So, and also let's not forget some of the the big names who go to Comic Con. Um, how? Who knows how they're going to get there yet? Who knows what the what the flying situation? Who knows that people are going to be able to leave their states depending on whatever yep. may happen by And then. I really feel like I really feel like I'm sure there's a whole formula for this that Reed is working on or mm -hmm. that has they have put out, not put out, but that the, that they have where they're saying, "Okay, well here are the factors contributing to our decision. Are we going to be able to get guests there? Are the guests even going to want to come?" 
Are people going to want to come? Are there? Are people going to want to come? Are is the state going to allow it? Allow us to hold such a an event and so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, look, I'll be, like I said before. Uh. If I and I'm totally taking a guess. I'm, this is just my two cents here. Where I I don't think there's going to be a, a New York Comic Con. I'm hoping things miraculously get a lot better well right. into September, so there's time going into the show, uh, into the convention. Uh, I just I would be very surprised, honestly, uh, with tensions going on and things happening if that doesn't happen. So, um, yeah, I, I think we just have to see. And like everything else that's going on, it's still a week by week basis in general, uh, just to open right. things up and just to help the the healthcare workers at the exact same time. So, well, um, as of right now, New York Comic Con is still on, which means you can go over to BigKevsGeekStuff.com and hit that donate button. And get your donations in, just in case. And let's say this also: any donations made towards the uh, get us to Comic Con uh, uh, fund, if you will, if that if there is no New York this year, those will roll over into next year. Absolutely, so, just goes into the, uh, uh, into the pot, yeah, for sure. So we'll probably still do the normal sort of run of it, like in like end of July, beginning of August. Um, and, uh, but you know, we'll have so much stuff going on by then. I feel like, you know, if we don't say it now, I'll forget it later, but yeah. So yeah, I think, I think that's the biggest news celebration being canceled only. I mean, honestly, it's, what was it? August 20th or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, so you're talking like what? Two months away, literally two months away. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big, I mean, I think that's a big, that's a big piece of news there it so. is i did not see that so i'm glad uh i'm glad we hit yeah. on it there now i think we should talk a little bit of video game stuff like ps5 like ps5 looks uh, like shit i am i mean oh what <laughs> all right so looks like crap so so let's just hold on hold on so let's just emphasize that playstation on thursday they had their uh demonstration for their hardware and for some of the uh, game trailers that dropped as well. Uh, and a lot of people were underwhelmed. A lot of people were waiting to see, um, you know, get more information in terms of release, uh, price. Uh, and nothing. And, and absolutely nothing. So what we got were, uh, uh, we have a all digital system, a system with uh, a hard drive, we have the controller, which we pretty much knew what the controller looked like. Yeah. Uh, we had a web camera, and we have a headset, and as well as a media uh, remote control. Uh, so the, in terms of the hardware, that's what we have. And we have, I don't even know how many trailers. We have a, a bunch of trailers at the same time. But uh, before we go into the trailers, um, in terms of the hardware, I mean, it looks like a nice leaked demonstration where they kind of bit off of Apple. Uh, and they just kind of rolled the dice with it, and uh, they try to make it look a little look as futuristic as possible. I, and, and I have a PS4. I bought uh, the Spider-Man edition, so I waited a very long time before buying it uh, with the PS4 Pro. Uh, I mean, in no way am I am I looking to buy a PS5 right off the bat uh, because I mean that. I'm going to assume it's closer to a mortgage payment than it will be for a video game. Um, I, I, I heard between six and 700. Yeah. Uh, I want to say when I bought my PS4 uh, Pro, I want to say it was in the ballpark of 350 And that was with the, the Spider-Man game, like the, the day it came right. out. 
So I can rationalize that. But again, I'm not that kind of hardcore gamer where I feel like I need to have this. Because I also feel like with any piece of um, uh, uh, equipment like this, it doesn't matter if it's a car, it doesn't matter if it's video game hardware. As soon as it rolls out, you kind of want people to to work out the bugs first, maybe a little bit um, uh, before. I know, Kev, like you've, wor you've worked in that kind of retail uh, space before. So I don't know if that experience has happened with you. Uh, but I mean, I've seen it happen all across the board. Um, it looks okay. Uh, my my first reaction was, "This is terrible news for GameStop with the uh, all digital." Yeah. Uh, this oh, is yeah. almost that nail in the coffin for them, the, which a lot the, of us have been expecting. I mean, there's so many nails in that coffin at this point. Yeah. You know, it would be they'd be hard pressed to keep anything open if a major system goes to just digital. Mm -hmm. That's going to be really problematic. And from the look of it. I don't know if it's true or not from the look of it, that little new Xbox tower, I don't see any way that there's a drive in that one either. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, that's the case. GameStop is screwed. Yeah. I mean, I mean they are screwed. I mean, they'll be able to sell the system, but who cares? You know, if you're not buying any of the, the games or content from them who cares mm -hmm. you know they're not going to subsist on selling collectibles and pops and like gaming bric-a-brac that won't sustain a business they can do that online yeah you know which may be what happens they may just go fully online you know for what's left of them i guess um or they may have such a small presence and it'll be more like a classic game store <laughs> Which I think would also be fine. I just don't see how sustainable that is long term. I mean, listen, there's uh, I think that we're going to be seeing places like a digital press. Uh, we're going to see those kind of outlets, uh, vintage gaming stores are going to survive much longer past GameStop. I think it's it's quite inevitable. Uh, oh, yeah. People have a better relationship with those kind of stores uh, more often than not. Anyways. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, if you got that stock, you might want to get rid of it for anything else um maybe you know so there's that but it i i think it looks okay uh but there's still there's so many details about it we don't know about that i mean this could just be a a pretty paint job uh on a jalopy at the same time not not that it's not going to be a, a a piece of shit system but you know it, it it only looks good until you look under the hood at the same time so uh sandwich what, what did you one of my uh so one of my friends said before the trailer even came out said if they don't give you a price it's eight hundred dollars. So I think they haven't given a price because Xbox hasn't given their price. And I, I think, think the moment Xbox yeah. steps up and says our system is going to be five hundred dollars, you're going to see like right away. You're going to see after a couple of meetings. You know, I'm sure they've already broken this down by hundreds or fifties and said, all right, if Xbox announces this price. We're going this price and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's already happened. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're going to release their price until Xbox releases there so that they can feel like they're being competitive. So I've come to the decision, me as me, where if it's $800 for the PlayStation and like 700 for an Xbox, I might just build a PC because at that point, I'm just spending the same oh. money that I could just spend to get a half decent PC. My friend built a pretty alright PC for nine hundred, and you know I'm can, not gonna have to worry about. But can we still play online together if you build a PC? Well, 
the issue would then be, are you going to spend $900 or $800 on an Xbox? Or are you going to build a PC or get a gaming laptop or something well, like that? Mm, Can you know. justify spending that much money on a, on a console like that? Well, and why not just buy a computer? That's a great question. Let me tell you some of the variables for me. Backwards compatibility, which again, the rumor on PlayStation is no. And if they're going all digital, you can see why it would be no, because how are they going to know? How are they going to make things backwards compatible? If you already own, let's say, GTA 5. Well, that's a bad example, because they're just going to port that forward. That's, a, that's already officially announced for PS5. What, GTA 5? Yeah. Yeah, I know. They're just going to port it over. And, and it's fine, because they have such a huge online base right now, they don't want to disturb it. That's fine. What I'm saying is, let's take another a random game. I don't know. I, I, I was going to pick Red Dead, but I'm so Skyrim disgusted by it. for the hundredth time. Uh, I'm so disgusted by it lately that I, I just I just think <laughs> it's going to just fade away. Um, it's, uh, I think that if, if you take a given game that you've really enjoyed on, uh, on one of the previous platforms and you want to play it on your new platform but there's no way to get the information. How do you get the information that you've purchased it on the previous platform? Mm -hmm. Because it's all digital. And let's say you, I mean, if you bought it digitally, that's one thing. But if you like, if you have a CD or a D, you know, whatever, a physical media version of it, how do you do that? Do you have to load the physical media version into your old system in order to get it on your account so that in the new system it recognizes and do you have to go ahead and do that with all of your games before you inevitably take your old system to trade in for the new system mm-hmm. like it's there's there's a lot of like uh dangling concerns. participles there that 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 aren't jiving with regards to backwards compatibility Okay. So if I want to play the Tron Uprising game, if that's what it was called, I don't remember. Uh, or if <laughs> I want to play, you know, one of those games and I don't have access, you know, like I, I maybe I have the, the the physical version of it. Do I have to load it in in order to get it on my new system? It just seems like it's a complicated mess, especially when you're eliminating um physical media and it it was inevitable that physical media was going to go away because it's going away everywhere cds dvds blu-rays everything is going away physical media is all going away slowly but it's going um a little faster in the last couple of years let's say i mean you know for longtime listeners of this program there used to be a segment on this show every week called dvd releases of the week you know like and that that. was before blu-ray guys so yeah so the people like, you know, uh, the people who listened way back then, you're old now. Um, the <laughs> point is, is that, oh, it says, Will says, articles say PS5 will be backwards compatible with PS4. That's not what I read, Will, and I don't see how that's possible. Because unless there's some way to identify a purchase on a PS4 game, how are you going to be able to play it on a PS5 if there's no physical media? So anyway, um, I think the point is, you know, for me, this is going back to whether I would uh, sandwiches question whether I would drop the money on it or not. That's one piece of uh, uh, that's one part of it. I want to be able to play games across the board. I like to game from the Xbox 
uh, the first Xbox that came out, can I still play it? Can I play the games that I liked from 360? And so on and so on. Um, if those things, which the last time both of them got hacked for non-backwards compatibility, especially Xbox, yeah. um, I really feel like that's something they need to pay attention to this time. So that's important to me. There are other factors that are important to me as well, but those are, you know, it, it and it's all a wait and see game anyway. If they're going to start undercutting each other uh, to see who's the most competitive in the new market, that that machine could get down to. 500 or 400 or 350 or who knows mm -hmm. you know and at that point is it worth building a pc not if i can't play with my friends you know like that part's really important to me so i want to make sure that that is something i'm still able to do I, I don't see these consoles dipping below 500 personally me as me i i just but I, you I, never I can't know i understand that but the way i'm looking at this I don't see if they're putting all this money and hardware into these systems. I can't see them. They might start at eight and get down to five, but I, right. I, I struggle seeing them dip below that five. Well, let me throw you a little curveball then. Okay. As an all digital system, it's going to be it's going to be up to PlayStation and Xbox to assure that the games will run on the system digitally. Yes. Right. There's no way they're not getting paid for that. So if I'm Xbox, let's say I'm Microsoft, and you're like Joe Schmo's games, right? You say, hey, I've got the next great Western um, MMO. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's even better than Red Dead is right now, which is easy. Um, and, and you want to be able to sell that on my platform because it's only available digitally because you can only play games digitally on the platform. I, as Microsoft say to you, yeah, that's no problem, but we're going to need to get X amount of cut in order to allow that to occur. Now that said, they're probably getting some sort of cut now, but the fact that it's all digital at that point, I think leverages Microsoft and PlayStation to be able to take a little bit more from game developers which I think makes it possible that the, the systems might be reasonably priced because they're going to make more money getting more systems out there. Get it? I, I, I understand what you're saying. That's the thought that I have. No, I understand completely what you're saying, and I see where you're coming from. It, it's just hard for me to think, you know, anything below 500 just would be, it would be to me that either the system is failing and no one wants it, or it's like, a Black Friday bundle sale where it's like you can only get yeah, it today. Well, which might, might have be to be how people have to get their consoles going forward. And, and not to mention the fact that we're 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 in a really terrible financial time in the country. People are out of work and so on and so forth. So launching it this year may not be the best move anyway. I don't think it's going to yeah. stop them, but it may not be the best move anyway because. Mm -hmm. Sales are obviously going to be off the tick. That's very true. So again, that's another consideration that they have to take in deciding on what the price will be is the, the world, how the world economy is. If the world economy is still crap around Christmas, do you want to be the person that puts out a $500 system or a $400 system? Yeah. For some people, it's apples and oranges. But for other people, it's like, well... I could do four. 
I don't. I, I don't eat for a few weeks, but yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go to PC gaming. Honestly, I like consoles. It's just easier for me to understand than a whole PC because there's so many more moving parts. So I don't want to switch to PC. But you know. Oh wait! Like, now Will says. Mm-hmm. Will says. There are two versions of the PS5, one with a disk drive and yes. one with yeah, that. There, there is the... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll see. The disk one will probably be more expensive. One would imagine. Because so, that's yeah. the price you'll pay for keeping physical media in business. And maybe to try to help uh, people I haven't of heard that. that about Xbox. So I, I thought I, I thought I saw, I might have been wrong, that it does have a disk drive. Okay. I thought I saw that. I don't but that. I'm not sure because I think I remember him saying that the disk drive will take all the disks. This could just be me completely reading something wrong, but like you could right. put like a 360 disk in there or an Xbox One disk in there, or I don't know, maybe an Xbox. I'm like I said, Where I didn't they really release the secondary attachment to to run it like an. Oh boy, are we really? Game. Are who we knows? back to Sega CD now? Hey man, I'm just saying. Who knows? Who knows? There's a lot of questions that still need to be answered. Uh, when it comes to all this, oh, that was a good one. Um, and there's a Sega. ton of there's a ton of games uh, that were announced. The only one I'm going to hit on because uh, I feel people in our circle. Uh, wait, 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 is... wait, Dom. Do you remember? Do you remember this one? You, Dom's probably very young. You might remember this one, but you just did the Sega. And I yeah. did, do you remember this one? Sega Saturn. <laughs> That was a that glimpse. Was another one. That remember a, the Sega Saturn? Th- no one remembers. I don't remember if he was alive for that. Uh, but the probably one, wasn't. I know that. I know the sound. The one game that people are talking about is the Spider-Man trailer. Yes, uh, that dropped in the mix of everything, uh, which had a heavy emphasis on Miles Morales. Uh, it's and starring the, Miles Morales. Well, it's Miles Morales. Well, hold, hold on, gentlemen. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So, uh, James Stevenson, he is the community director of Insomniac Games, which uh, uh, created the game under Sony, uh, released a or tweeted out saying, for those who keep asking, the, the Miles Morales PS5 game is a standalone game because if uh, people like myself who played the PS4 game, uh, it was interwoven where you played as Peter Parker for the majority of the game, but you were able to do a little thing with Miles, you're able to do uh, a small thing with um, uh, Mary Jane and everything uh, to kind of help build up the story and get a, see the story from different aspects. Where here, again, total assumption, uh, it looks like you're you're going to be Miles Morales uh, instead of of our boy Peter Parker, or at least for the majority of the game, you're going to be Mar- Miles then uh, Peter. Which <laughs> I'm not. I mean, look, they left on a good uh, cliffhanger in the first game where uh, Miles kind of found his powers, but they also did a lot of great uh, bonus uh, DLCs with Spider-Man to kind of help extend the storyline, which were fa- was fantastic. And I'm a little... I don't want to say I'm upset, but... I mean, the, fir- the last game was such, was such a good experience where I would absolutely give Insomniac the benefit of the doubt if they think they're creating a, a better story this way. I just, I just don't know if this is the kind of Spider-Man game I want. I don't know, you know, I, I want Peter Parker. Peter Parker to me is Spider-Man. And that's what I want to see happen. I don't know if I want to see Miles as a standalone game. I want a Spider-Man noir standalone game. Oh, That'd my be God, cool. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, they, they need, um like, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight uh, style 
of a Spider-Man Noir game, that would be awesome. I would. I, would I don't love, know if either of you played that game, but I, I, I played it before. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I would love if they went with a, a bit of a darker twist. Hell, even in the comic books, the comic books right now are so cookie cutter. Uh, where like, oh, Green Goblin's coming back. I'm like, I, I don't care. You're, you're, no, I don't care. Uh, again, again, because issue, big issue, issue eight fifty, which I didn't even realize that was a, a big deal. Um, but it is if you make it one. I, this is, this is true. Um, the only I played the first. Uh, talking about the Arkham games, I played the first one. I Asylum. A little bit. I don't know that I got very far into it, and I don't know. I don't know why in particular. I wasn't playing a lot of games at the time, and I think that was. I think that was toward the end of the 360 run. I think. And I think one was coming, and I don't know. Maybe I didn't want to get invested. I'm not sure. The only connection I really have to those Batman video games is that, uh, as longtime listeners know, I collect the Batman black and white statues. Gorgeous statues. Uh-huh. And they did a series of statues. Now, the black and white statues are about six inches or so tall scale-wise, you know, like 112 scale. Um, they did a slightly larger version uh, of statues based on the character designs from those games. Um, but their distinction was they're black and white, except that they have one color associated with them. So like Harley Quinn, it's like red Joker. Mm-hmm. It's like green. You know, he's in like a tuxedo, but his hair is green. And like maybe his fingers are green for some. I don't remember that was part of the story um, and so on and so forth. Everybody had like one color. They were really beautiful statues. Um, I think I have a couple of them, but I don't have them all. And uh, that's really the, my only connection to the game was. That that and one other thing, there was a version of maybe the second one or third one that came out with a Joker statue where he's sitting with a bunch of TVs in front of him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That yeah. was I got that purely for the collectible, and I think I sold everything else in the box. That was a vinyl piece, right? <laughs> was that the what's that? Was that a vinyl piece? The Joker in front of the TVs. I don't. I don't remember if it was vinyl I or it not. Was. I thought it was. It, it might have been. It was nice looking. Either way. Either way. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um. So, boys, one more bit of uh, video game news <laughs> before we move on in general with the rest of the show, because uh, I was talking with folks on Discord and on Twitter about it. Uh, Arcade One Up uh, released a new line of arcade <laughs> machines and a pinball machine uh, as well. For those who don't know, those are. Uh, kind of like three quarter scale cabinets and arcade machines, uh, that you, that are that fit kind of snugly into your living room or your basement. Uh, they released uh games for X Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel versus Capcom slash uh, excuse me Clash of Superheroes, uh, Big Buck Hunter, Miss <laughs> Pac Man, and a digital Marvel pinball table game. Uh, so for those who don't know, these are. Uh, they run, you know, give or take between two fifty, three hundred bucks, maybe for for the average game. Uh, and I feel that these things are absolutely worth it. I actually have a lot of fun playing these uh, old school games. We have uh, they're at Gotham Comics. That's how I found out about them, I believe. Uh, the and it's like you're playing like in an old school arcade at a, at a at a budget. Obviously, it'd be nice if you can have like uh, the Simpsons arcade game. But that would be about three thousand dollars compared to a two hundred and fifty dollar one that you can buy for for your house. For and the, most people are most people are putting pedestals under them. Yeah, you can so get, that they're the proper height anyway. Yeah, you can pick up the pedestals. Uh, for the pinball, uh, I just want to emphasize that 
the Marvel pinball uh, should absolutely be on your radar. I want. I is it wanna, digital? So it's a digital. Uh, sandwich, you good? Sorry, drop something. Uh, so it it is digital, uh, but it's the company is working with uh, the the studios Zen Studios, who has created a bunch of uh, just an array of different pinball games, which I've played before in the past, and they are addictingly fun. They are so I, much. I fun. think digital. I think digital pinball is a is an abomination. Well, just my opinion. You know, listen. I, would I it think be nice? A classic pinball machine is just remarkable. A remarkable piece of technology. Usually, listen. No um, argument there. But I'm uh, and I just I don't know. I just don't like digital. Li- That's li- just me. But again, how much would an actual pinball machine be versus yeah. one that you can? You know, it's. I mean, it's on a oh, budget. Oh, I get it. At the yeah. same time, listen, I'd much rather go to the like the pinball uh, arcade that's over at Asbury Park. But at the same time, if I'm able to have the Marvel one or the Star Wars thing, which was on display over at Toy Fair, they are right. so they are so much fun. Kids will absolutely love it. Adults will love it. Uh, and it brings a kind of mini arcade feel uh, to your house. It, it is absolutely right. phenomenal. Um, and yes, because Marvel... Uh, uh, the Marvel vs. Capcom, the X Men vs. Street Fighter, um, you know those are great kind of uh, uh, arcade uh, machines that that just continue to live on. But I really think the pinball one is going to be a bit of a sleeper hit. Uh, that people are actually, I honestly would recommend this before considering buying a, a Sony or an Xbox right off the bat. Uh, this year, if alone. they did a Tron, I would buy it. Although my one of my life goals is to own both Tron arcade machines before I die. That's that's worthwhile. That is absolutely worthwhile. There to have to have that. Um, but I mean, listen, I'm not a fan of buying. Kind of like I hinted before, I still haven't bought the Nintendo Switch. I want the Switch, but I'm I'm going to wait till there's a really great sweet package deal before I buy it. In the meantime, I wouldn't blame. And listen, this is nice during the pandemic too. Uh, have a few of these games kind of set up in your basement, maybe next to your TV, however you have like your little entertainment area. Um, and this is kind of like a nice little arcade movie feel all in one room. And it's cool when, will, if you have will kids... Will the squeeze allow you to have that? Well, I don't have to ask her permission, but yeah, I can... I'm, I can, I'm just I can saying. That. I mean, listen, because I, I want the pinball game. I want the pinball game. I want the uh, golden tee. <laughs> I want NBA Jam. There's like a handful of these things I want, but really the pinball one is going to be the way to go. Uh, I think for a lot of people, especially for the holiday season. Sam, what's your thoughts? Uh, I like, I don't know, this might sound weird. I know this is like the, a great way because it's like an affordable version because it's like three quarter size. Mm-hmm. I like the big ones. Maybe it's just me because I like how I've never heard that about you. Oh, that's so funny, Kev. Um, you know, I I like the regular arcades, but this looks great. I wouldn't put one in my house just because I have nowhere to put it, but it looks awesome. I don't yeah. think you. I, I don't think that you. I know my generation is really the only one that picked. That's where I'm going. Was, yeah, was Big Buck Hunter. So like, oh, that one's kind of different. Kind of <laughs> like that one, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, my generation. Not that we didn't like arcades, because like I used to play arcade games all the time growing up. But it was you more like the, you were in the twilight of the arcade. Like for sure, thing. Well, you no, I definitely I'd, at the end. I would go to like you know I lived very close to Seaside Heights, so I'd go to the boardwalk and I'd play like I Lucky Leo's or the other places. 
Yes. Seaside Heights had my favorite classic arcade was swept away during that uh, Sandy during that storm. Yeah, during Sandy. Yeah. Yeah, swept away. The entire building is, was gone. Yeah. Uh, or the, that entire end of the building was gone, rather. But yeah, I loved it. There's a classic arcade down there. It was in the it was in the building behind the carousel, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, it was they had just great selection, great decimated. selection of games. You can now, but there's there's places that are popping up though, like um, in New York and New Jersey. There's Barcade, mm-hmm. and there's also yeah, what's that. that other one? that uh there is one yestercades yestercades yeah that's another one where you can go and play these classic stand-up video games Mm -hmm. full-sized uh you can go and play those games and and have a good time and it's what's great about that is it's kind of pay one price you know you pay uh twenty dollars to walk in the door and you can stay as long as you like and play as many games as you like so yeah Yeah, uh, those places i think are, are becoming more popular so Growing up, when I used to play the arcade games, I'll be, I used to play a lot more of the like the shooting ones, where you'd have like a gun and you'd shoot things. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had to like dodge out of cover and stuff. I was never big into fighting games because uh, all the kids playing it when I was there were knew all the combos and I didn't, so I would just get pub stomped, hammered. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, no offense to Pac Man, I'll play Pac Man for a couple levels, but you know, eventually I'll just get bored. Uh, <laughs> it was just my no, uh, lack of attention. The fighting games have have had like they were kind of the middle, really. Although some of them, some of the more popular ones, kind of continued towards the end of sort of what I consider the arcade era. They kind of were. There were a few of them that trailed into the end, but those shooting games and those big sort of, um, you know, like sit in them and yeah. you know, like uh, those and the, like skiing and dance dance and all that stuff yeah, that yeah. all happened at the end yeah for sure that was all at the end it was like what's the next thing in arcade games is it just going to be some new plumber going after some new gorilla mm-hmm. no they had to up it by making it more physical and trying to change the industry and again it was it was like putting lipstick on a pig like at that <laughs> point it was just it was over and but those games they did have their fans and they they were popular um but yeah that i think that era is really past us really and which sand- sucks and sandwich I, I will add on to what you said that uh, i actually i was going to say uh, i actually had a chance to talk with the ceo of arcade Ooh. one up uh and um, oh. we may be seeing some more shoot 'em up games who knows down the line there's oh, a nice. chance. There's a chance. Those was more my style. I don't know. That's okay. I'm not against fighting games. I'm not against old school arcade gaming. It's just, I don't know, like, no offense to, you know, Donkey Kong and Pac-Man. I'll play a couple levels and I'll have a good time. But, like, I won't want to invest my quarters in there. I, I just had more fun me as me where I'm, like, actively That's shooting okay. things. Everyone, everyone has their preference yeah. of games. Yeah. And game. I'll it's say this, fun. Kev. There was an arcade version of like a star Wars thing where you stepped into like a giant like ball and you were like the oh, whole yeah. screen in front of you was the screen where you're like on the death star or you're on Endor, And that was fun as shit. Oh yeah. I spent oh, a yeah. lot of money playing that game. Well, either way, there's lots of, there's going to be a lot of games that are going to be coming out between PlayStation, between arcade went up between Xbox and I'm sure Nintendo might do something. Uh, at the same time. So check out all their cool. websites to make sure what you want to do. Uh, boys, we talked a lot. Uh, we uh, did. About video games uh, so far. And so oh, covered so, nothing. Uh, 
Yeah, same kind of. Uh, Big Kev, why don't you uh, take us to break so we can hit some of these other news stories on the back end? All right. And we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 593, still without a name. After these messages, we'll be right back. Monty, where are you getting your comics? From Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. Do you know a store doing curbside during this pandemic? Yeah, man. Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. But, Lo, what if I don't live nearby? Do you know a store that'll ship my books? Yes, Young Sandwich, at Gotham Comics, which is GothamComicsNJ.com. What about toys, back issues, trades, statues, D&D merch? Yes, yes, and yes. Gotham Comics, whose eBay store is GothamComicsNJ. But, Monty, what if I have questions? Will they answer me on Facebook? Yes, again, just search for Gotham Comics. All right, I get it. You can get basically everything you need at GothamComicsNJ.com or its eBay store, Gotham Comics NJ. But what's your favorite comic book location? Oh, dude, the Savage Land, for sure. Wait, really? Not Gotham City? Why? Bro, dinosaurs. Go to GothamComicsNJ.com for the latest books, vintage items on its eBay store, which is Gotham Comics NJ, or hit them up on Facebook for random collectibles at Gotham Comics. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hi guys, Anabox here. Um, as per Kev's request, I just wanted to explain. It wasn't that I thought that maybe he would bring, be bringing a doggy back home. It was more of the fact that he was named after some sort of food and when you're transporting or going somewhere, you know, you could call it a doggy bag if it makes more sense. And I don't know what the car looks like, but maybe you could change it to uh, the lunchbox. I don't know. It was just a thought. There wasn't really any major thing behind it. So I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bitch, what you don't know about me, I can just about squeeze in the grand fucking can. Hey, this is Kevin Smith, Big Kev's love slave. Did you know I always wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? Then you're listening to Big Kev's geek stuff. What do you look so shocked for, man? Fat bastard does this all the time. He thinks just because he don't say anything, it'll have some huge impact when he does open his fucking Jesus Christ, why don't you shut up? Live from the sandwich shop, uh, Big Kevuna Studios and Studio M. It's Geek Stuff TNG. Put your fingers down, boys. I'm doing a commercial. You try to love a little sponsor from my friends. Oh, okay, Bill whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on yeah. one second. You uh, may now open the email that I have just sent to you. Okay. And you may read that email. Really? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only full-scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with you and your three and three-quarter Star Wars action figures. The X-Wing features many amazing details like the Proton Torpedo Bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-Foils, I think it's X-Foils, but we're going to go with S-Foils because that's what's in the it's email S. here. 
Oh, okay, sure, whatever. Open into attack position, and the laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend that you take them up on their premium offer. You get one anti scale hanger accessories, hanger accessories, to create a detailed display of your X-wing, including crates, tanks, personal transporter, landing lamps fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get a f- you'll get four full color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you received, fascinating articles about the original model used in the movie and more. I don't know why I didn't get this before I went to open this now. You can collect these great sources great source materials in a free you can collect these great source material the fuck in a free binder which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. That was excellent. Well done. (laughs) Yes, apparently there were a few factual errors that we have kind of been ignoring that uh, we needed to correct. So I wrote you a new spot. Now you can use that spot. Okay. Oh! <laughs> what did I do? Oh, did we lose? We did lose you, Tom? I'm here. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened. All right. Well, we... well it says, the. oh, there he is. Okay. You're flipped somehow. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Well, good job there, sandwich. Especially on the fly like that. That was a that was a solid job. Especially the look on your face. It's worth watching my reaction um, uh, on the Instagram on that later when you get a chance. Just to, just to see. Yeah, I I talked I talked to our our guy over there at Build X Wing, and he just having a great laugh at all the stuff that you're saying. He would just prefer if we got out a little bit more accurate information. Yeah, I mean, everything you've said is kind of, you know, that we've been saying, I should say, for a while is, you know, it's interesting and fun and it's, I guess, subject to some interpretation. But I just said that we would get a little bit more pointed with the actual features rather than, you know, like suggesting that R2 goes boop, beep and bop, which 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 he doesn't as one example. So, yeah, that's that's go. all. Good job, Dom. Good job. Uh, guys, we, let's hit on some more of the headlines that we have going on today because we went around so heavy with the celebration and all the video game stuff uh, in the first half. So um, let's hit on some of the COVID stories or, or the fallout from some of the COVID stories. Uh, the uh, Oscars, the 2021 Oscars is being pushed back. Uh, it will happen not on February 28th, uh, but on April 25th, 2021, which it's I'm, interesting. Which I'm surprised that's that, all it is. Yeah, but it's really interesting because what, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February? We're talking about something that's eight months away. And now they're taking the onus to push it two more months. I mean, I'm not saying we'll be in any better a position or not to 
have the Oscars mm-hmm. at that time. I'm not saying whether that's the case. All I'm saying is that why now? Like, why would you make that decision now? It's still eight months away. I would assume, I would assume because there's just so many underlying factors that go into it between TV deals, um, and movie security, releases, movie and, releases. Yeah, just, I, I get it. You know, I, I, it. I think there's just so many aspects. Um, I mean, I, I'm kind of interested now, honestly, to go back and see like movies that are usually released between. I mean, when did this kind of hit? Like late March, March ish, like between like March and June. Like, are those usually when, um, um, like Oscar worthy films? Like, how many of those films are usually released in that time span? Um, I'd be just kind of curious to see if there's any, there's any kind of correlation between the two, um, or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I think it's the right move. Take your sweet ass time. Uh, give everyone pr- well proper heads up uh, regarding any kind of sort of changes, and it's uh, I think it's the way to go. And and they they done good, and hopefully they don't have to push it back any further. Because like I said, I thought it was going to be pushed back a lot more. Uh, moving on. Speaking of yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus released Artemis Fowl that was supposed to go into theaters. Did you watch it? And it got shredded. Really? Well, so shredded. I read the books a little bit when I was in my youth. Uh it doesn't it didn't look good before when it was being put out for movies. We were saying it back then. I don't even want to look at it now cuz I'm not even a huge fan of the books. Like they're okay. But I know some people who are very big fans of that uh, product, and they said it was fucking atrocious. Mm. So I, I mean, I couldn't believe, you know, and, and there's so many people who are writing reviews who are just having a field day with the fact that the word foul is in the title, uh, you know. But, I, I mean, it got, I mean, just shredded. I I was going to sit down and watch it. I may still, I may not, but I may now because, you know, when you drive by a train wreck, you got to slow down and have a look. So <laughs> that that is true. I did uh, yeah. on that note, I also did watch um Space Force on Netflix, the the uh the TV, the, the 10 episode show, I want to say. Um it was okay at best. Uh John Malkovich was kind of my favorite aspect of the whole thing. Um I I think the reason why uh, people didn't care for it were two reasons. I thought I feel like they might have thought they were looking for an office level kind of comedy. Yes, which is, I think is a little unfair uh, to kind of have those kind of expectations in general. I thought the overall uh, Space Force tone worked out properly, um, and I think honestly one reason people didn't like it as much was the fact that there was uh, there were are a lot of parodies and jokes made from people on both sides of the aisle and uh, there are a lot of parodies with some of the names of people right who are actually in Washington and who are actually in this show so i don't know how much that might have bled over like they weren't able to kind of detach their political alliances to kind of just kind of turn that off and just enjoy a show um but like I said, okay, and I, I want to watch a second season. I mean, I also really like these kind of, you know, in general, like with NASA, it's kind of why I like that SpaceX launch. Like, I just find that stuff really interesting. So I think that's one reason why I liked it so much. Um, 
But yeah, I, I would absolutely give a second season uh, a try. And I think it's worth people at least just giving it a shot. Give it like three episodes to see if you uh, you dig it or not. They're, they're roughly 30-ish minutes. So it's not like hour-long episodes at the same time. So that makes it kind of nice. Um, just to kind of go back to piggyback off what I was saying before uh, regarding the news. Uh, Cineworld is going to be reopening in the U.S. and the U.K. on July 10th. Uh, obviously, it's going to have to follow whatever the local government regulations are. We talked last week about with AMC how they could possibly, just with some of the assigned seating, how they can try to make it work. Uh, but just something to be on the lookout uh, in your general area uh, if you want to go to the movie theaters. Uh, also, be careful if you're going to the movie theaters. It's happening whether you like it or not. Um, but also, um, yeah, take in consideration maybe what's happening in your, your local government in terms of the, the uptick in cases just to make sure you're safe because we, we, we care about you guys. Are they undercutting AMC by five days? Wasn't AMC like the fifteenth? Something I want to say they they were the eighteenth, but I might be totally wrong there. Oh. I, can't, I can't remember exactly um, <clears throat> off the top of my head. But again, they all got to follow uh, local government guidelines, so it doesn't really, you know, I don't know how much of that's actually going to play like a factor. Did we talk about Disney shuffling all the Marvel films now by? pushing I mean, them all out I further kind of like we touched on oh, it, but we okay. never really like dive deep into it or anything like that yeah that's all of those films now have been at this point all of them i think have been moved significantly mm -hmm. like several months down the line uh for release so uh we'll have to keep an update uh, keep an eye on that and when they have some solid dates we should uh release those they have some for some of the movies but i don't think all the ones yet. I think I just read that Guardians was pushed out maybe even further than it already had has been, even though I know that um, James Gunn has finished Suicide Squad and is supposedly in pre-production for Guardians, but still it looks like that movie is two or three years away, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but yeah. if that's what Marvel's doing, that's what they're doing. Indeed. Uh, Do you think uh, when James Gunn was finished with Suicide Squad, it was one of those things where, like, he didn't say goodbye to anyone on the way out. He kind of just punched out and drove off set immediately. I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, I, 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 again, I don't, you know, this, this goes into the larger issue of, you know, who is still working on these DC movies at this point, you know, and I think James Gunn is, you know, I, I think James Gunn has done a bang-up job with, with at least the the two Guardians movies was 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 that Bright movie was that his Brightburn was I that James Gunn Brightburn he did not direct it he was a producer I can't remember oh. off the top of my head if he wrote it oh okay um yeah, I think the man has talent I just think that it was wasted at Suicide Squad and I think you know again this is me maybe it's because I feel all of uh, you know, all talent is wasted on Suicide Squad. <laughs> so, well, that could be it. He did it after he, that whole thing. Uh, not to hash his bold stuff. He didn't that whole thing yeah. about him getting let go from Guardians happen, and then he he got signed on to Suicide Squad. Like, yeah, he an hour took after. it because yeah. it was a job. Was there a little bit of animus in making that decision? Was he a little angry about what Marvel did? So he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to the other side." Maybe, maybe, no. yeah. But it's over now. So very true. Uh, let's yeah. let's hit on some good news that I know Kevin and I are, are absolutely gonna like. 
Oh, uh, Robert. Will Kirk- Sandwich hate the news? No, no, no. But I know you and I oh. care a little bit more about it. Uh, Robert Kirkman says that we're going to be getting some goodies for the Invincible very, very soon. He says uh, we should be announcing the release date and the showing some footage from the show very soon. I'm very excited about th- that extremely violent cartoon. Is it live action or is it? Well, animated? he said it's, he makes it sound like it's animated. Uh, which I think I thought I think, this was going to go on Amazon Prime. I might be wrong here. I feel like Invincible is better off animated, though, because I feel like it's too over the top to a degree to be well portrayed live action. I I would agree with you on that one. I, I'm okay I, if we do a, a cartoon version of this show. I would have agreed with you if I hadn't seen The Boys. No, no, but uh, The Boys is different. Agreed. In my opinion, okay, because like there's no superheroes fighting and like like it's over the top and there's those powers right. and all that stuff. But like, so so really quickly, the, the best way I'm gonna say is I don't know if anyone listening to the show you guys have ever seen Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball Z is kind of like they're fighting and like the entire world blows right. up behind them basically. Mm-hmm. And he made a movie for it. Back in the early 2000s, so early to mid 2000s, and it was fucking horrible. That's because as a medium, it didn't translate well to live action. Okay, so I think fair enough. Full is another example of something that it's a great product. It could definitely work great as you know animation. I think it's perfect for animation, but live action, I feel like it maybe not like a TV show. A movie could be great for it, but I think. Live action TV serialized where there's like seasons and stuff. I, I'm questioning it. I, I think there's so much off world stuff that happens in uh in that story, where uh-huh. again there's so much of it really that uh, budget wise they wouldn't be able to cover it. It's better for them to uh to do it as an animated show uh, at the same time. And again, it's such a good uh, uh story, and it's. I don't want to say the art is simple, but it's not like jaw-droppingly like gorgeous at the same time. It's kind of like, uh, like middle of the road in that aspect. But it's all you need. You don't need it to be crazy because the storyline is so fucking right. good. So really, if they kind of transport that, and I think I don't remember how many issues, but there were there was a good chunk of them. I want to say for, it, some, for some reason I want to say two hundred, but I, I don't know if that's accurate. Um, exactly. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a good amount. But uh, I think, again, animate is fine. Maybe make the first few episodes like really over the top good with the animation. And, uh, and uh, kind of... That'll be interesting to see how they translate For that. sure. Um, let's end on two more things. One thing's kind of just more in my uh, wheelhouse. Uh, <laughs> it was announced today that uh, Shudder is bringing back uh, Creepshow for a third season. Uh, oh, even, nice. Even though that, uh, um, as they were getting ready to film stuff in Atlanta when the whole COVID thing happened, so they had to press pause, but uh, to keep people working, to kind of keep the ball rolling, they're going. They already green uh, greenlighted to have some scripts right up for season three. Which honestly, I like the move because Creepshow is a great uh, is a great show on Shutter. Um, it's kind of like their uh, them that show and Joe Bob were kind of like their. Uh, I what I I mean I'm guessing, but I want to say are their top uh, their top viewed content uh, on the platform, the horror streaming service. And to kind of the fact that they're able to give people these jobs and to kind of keep them, you know, moving. And I think it's fantastic. It's just more, you know, again, we're going we're going to go a while without any content, new content, maybe from them. But uh, we're going to get inundated, hopefully, pretty soon after the fact. So uh, 
I'm very excited. And and this Friday, by the way, is the last, uh, or is the season finale, I should say, of Joe Bob's uh, last drive-in. So absolutely worth uh. getting Shutter because I uh, love me some Joe Bob. He is just uh, uh, fantastic. So yeah, some some good news there. Uh, and one thing I would like to hit on, so we're just not making it like a, a throwaway thing to end the show. I would like to acknowledge that uh, writer and editor Denny O'Neill passed away on June 11th. He was 81 years old of natural causes. Um, he started off in the uh, late to early, excuse me, late 60s to early 70s uh, and just made his mark big time on X-Men, uh, Green Lantern. Uh, I believe uh, lots of books, lots of books, but um, uh, ter- in terms of stuff that I think I first recognized him for was the whole Superman versus Ali special that came out with God. When was that? I don't even remember now. 1000 years ago. That, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, he just hit on so many different aspects of our culture and made people, I mean, I've realized it. So I, I think it's worth acknowledging the fact that, uh, um, you know, just kind of, spotlighting him on his passing because again he's done so much and it's worth uh going back to try to see what stories uh he's touched on over the years because it's a damn good amount right there yes between uh, all the mainstream characters um did he pass from covid na- uh well it just says natural causes so i'm not sure uh, uh, if it was an underlying factor or uh what the case got may it be, so yeah uh boys anything else that you want to add before we wrap things up here sandwich Thoughts, comments, yeah. Final thoughts, sir. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. Nothing I can add, really. We didn't name the episode, so we're leaving it up to you, sandwich. Oh, <laughs> that's a horrible idea. Uh, so that's all right. Up, Take up, your up, time, big Kevin. Yeah. Final thoughts from you, sir. No, no, not really. No. Do 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 do. How about final thoughts? Episode five ninety three, the one I'm calling the episode after five ninety two. Yeah, we've already done that bit. Fuck. So we've already done that bit. There you go. It's been done before. Will says we should name it Live Read. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Will. Will for the win right there. Episode five ninety three live read boys on that note let's uh start to wrap up this episode episode 593 we're calling live read by saying that you can check us out each and every week over at geek stuff tng and your favorite podcast app you can also find us on the social medias on the facebook on the instagrams and on the twitters as geek stuff tng you can find me as on social media as monty's mayhem m-o-n-t-e-s M-A-Y-H-E-M on the Twitter, the Snapchat, uh, the Facebook, the uh, the Instagrams, and the YouTubes where I'm, I'm putting some videos together. Oh, uh, we get it everywhere. Can. But uh, not on TikTok. Occasionally, but not on TikTok. Occasionally, but, can, uh, but uh, constantly more rare. Uh, you can find me on um, the Xbox One network as Big Kev GS. Uh, otherwise, I'm BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. I think. Beautiful. Sandwich? Uh, equally as rare uh, on No, Xbox not app. equally as rare. <laughs> Even more rare. Way more rare, my little friend. At uh, Fat Dumbledore F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E That's my Xbox and my Instagram. 
Shed Daisy. There you go. Shed Daisy. Beautiful. And, and with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Mayhem and Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 593, the one we called Live Read, to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying... Good night, Denny O'Neill. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.